0: Welcome welcome to, to, welcome to baseball mainly. Baseball mainly. Baseball
1: mainly baseball mainly.
0: Welcome to baseball mainly.
1: Hi, welcome again to baseball mainly. And uh boy, I've missed you guys. Yeah, took, you guys are gone. We took a week off. You left me alone. <laughs> Uh, Ethan and I were both in different parts of California. That's right. Yeah, Not real far from each other. It's okay. He was in the desert. I was. (laughs) And I would rather have been in the desert than in that L.A. traffic. It was brutal. It was horrible. And you've got these crazy guys that ride motorcycles between the cars in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Mm -hmm. So if you decide to change lanes and you see there's no car there, and suddenly some motorcyclist doing 60 miles an hour goes by you, and You kill him, whose fault is it? Darwinism. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> there you go. Hey, well, with us today uh, on Baseball Mainly from NRMstreamcast.com is Corey, Sir Patrick Stewart, who today has been dubbed our batting coach because I've been thinking about this. I saw you hitting at Comerica. You mm-hmm. should be a batting coach. Okay. Yeah. Because I won't teach you be... how
0: to generate power, but I can definitely teach you how to make contact there with the ball. There
1: you go. You're a contact hitter. Mm-hmm. We don't have many of those in the big leagues anymore. We don't have that many in Detroit. Good to have you. Good to be back. Good to see you it's again. It's good to see your guys' faces. And I like what your shirt says. I yeah. don't know if our re- if our viewers can see it It says the Tigers make me drink. Mhm. You're not the, not the only one.
2: Lord Almighty. Yeah. And what's your what's your go-to drink, uh? Watching these tigers. Oh, man. L- lately, it's just been a big old bottle of whiskey. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah, for, for me, it's Mountain Dew. I need something to keep me awake watching that. And uh, also with us is Ethan, the Statman Perlman, Perlman also back from California. I don't see that big tan, though, man.
2: Yeah, no. It's, it's under, under his beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's white under the beard, and the tan is, you know, it didn't really come in this year. he got some rosy cheeks. I see him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no, that, that's the, that's the uh, nice lighting in the studio.
1: Oh. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, uh, when I'm out in the sun and I'm getting a tan, mm-hmm. I'll have the sunglasses on. At the end of the day, I take them off. I look like a raccoon in reverse.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I joke with my parents when we go out to California because every year they go out kind of pasty white. Mm-hmm. They come back. Pasty white. <laughs> and that's good.
1: That's good for you. Don't want, you don't want to burn your skin. Well, and no.
2: and ever, and it's funny because they always joke that, like, I, I'm the only one that tans, it seems like, in my family, and they burn. Hmm. This year, nobody burned. That's good. And nobody really tanned. Hmm. It was an off year. You guys sure? You guys stepped outside?
1: Yeah. Like, okay. Well, you guys yeah. were in, like, Palm Springs, so palm, that's hot. Palm Desert, that's palm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
2: 115 every day. Cool. But no humidity. Oh, so 115 there is better than like 90 degrees here with that 80 percent humidity. Yeah, yeah. They say like it's, today, it's
1: a dry heat. Yeah, just like your oven. Uh, <laughs> just like your oven. <laughs> yep, uh, that's
2: one the, way. To put it. You know,
1: we were in San Diego and it was most days were in the low to mid 70s. Oh gosh. And the evenings were like 65 to 70 degrees. Oh, it was that's nice. nice. Really, I can see why people enjoy the weather there. Yeah but the expense of California and the you know the traffic, the rat race oh so, yeah nah. uh... We did get to see Uncle Larry while we were there. haven't seen him in a long time mm. so that was good. saw some ball games saw yeah. the, saw the uh, the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. that was an interesting stadium and those people are into baseball because they have a winner. yeah. And then we saw the um, let's see we saw the Anaheim Angels coached by our former manager here. But did they win? Uh, they did not. Oh. No. Hmm. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't a surprise. Uh, and, you know, I saw a first baseman, Hall of Famer. Mr. Pujols? fail to go after a pop-up. Really? And the catcher ended up catching this pop-up probably about 15 to 20 feet from first base right on the line.
2: That, wow.
1: And Pujols never moved.
2: I, I would like to point out that after you told that story to me yesterday, what does Albert Pujols do last night? Steal second, and steal second by a mile. It was kind of funny. Was that well, it like a real steal, we, or was that It's probably because
1: like, they never took a look at him.
2: Yeah. You know, they—I don't know if they didn't take a look at him, but the catcher got the ball and went to second immediately, and Pujols was safe by a good, uh, good like. Foot and a half. i would say he got a
1: good jump they weren't paying much attention no, to. no i've even he seen he cabrera steal this year, and he's moving slower than pool holes i noticed that last night i had a guy on first base i was pitching mm-hmm. and i didn't i knew he wasn't going to steal i didn't even look at him i just concentrated on the batter i probably could have gone from a windup and that guy wasn't going to steal <laughs> anyway um hmm. well it's good to have you guys i also back. saw the padres oh okay yeah and i saw what do you some, think saw something else there i saw a ground ball back to the pitcher guy on 3rd Breaks for home. It was a contact play. The guy was maybe halfway home as the pitcher started to throw to the catcher. Right? Mm-hmm. He's going to be out by a mile. Yeah. What do you think happened? A uh, pitcher threw it over the catcher's head. Threw it right by the catcher, man. Wow. Right to the backstop.
2: Yep. <laughs> you see that all the time with pitcher coming to home or pitcher going to first. They get really relaxed. Or even to second. Or even to second. I don't know. I see it more first, first and home. But they get so relaxed with it. That they throw it over, or they spike
0: it, or you know, they throw I, it to the left. I have all those those errors and non-hustling, I'd still take that over what the Tigers did over the over the weekend when you guys were gone. Oh my gosh! You know,
1: I we we have uh, serious satellite radio in the car, uh-huh. and um, we listen to the games. <laughs> Why? <laughs> they, those games against Tampa, they were very competitive. The yes. game last night against Houston, very competitive. Two walk-offs. Now, they lost you know. three out of four of those games. Uh-huh. But at one point, there was, there was like 20-some innings they had shut Tampa out. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Maybe there's some hope for the future. Maybe. Speaking of pitching. Mm-hmm. This day in baseball history, what happened with Nolan Ryan?
2: Okay, so yeah, the at this time, 1974, he is pitching for the Anaheim Angels and he throws a ball officially clocked at 100.9 miles per hour by the Guinness Book of World Records. The right-hander's pitch um, was thrown against the Tigers and was at that time recorded as the fastest pitch ever to be thrown in a Major League Baseball game. That's Nolan. Now, that same game, he whiffs 19 batters, and that's the second time he's done that in the past eight days, and the third time that season. Although it wasn't enough, as the Tigers win the game in 11 innings Backed by Mickey Lolich's 11-inning complete game, one to nothing. There you go. That's
1: my Hall of Famer right mm-hmm. there, Mickey Lolich. Yep. yep. That's what a pitching matchup.
2: Nolan and um, Lolich just wow. And imagine striking out 19 times 19 and times. still winning. And still winning. Yeah.
1: You know, there's a there's a uh, one of Nolan Ryan's um, no hitters. Mm-hmm. Norm Cash came to the plate in the ninth inning, two outs, and he came to the plate ron luciano was the home plate umpire mm-hmm. so you know it had to be kind of a comical moment and uh cash brought a table leg instead of a, instead of a bat. <laughs> luciano did notice and had him throw it out it didn't matter he struck out and ended the game mm-hmm. uh you know ryan was a powerhouse And we've talked before about, you know, you don't fight with Ryan either, especially if you're Robin Ventura.
2: Uh, No, no, you don't. All right, 2008. Yep, 2008. The umpires signed an agreement which will allow Major League Baseball to start using instant replay to determine boundary calls such as fair or foul, fly balls, and difficult home run rulings. Uh, No exact date had been set for the start of using replay, but they had hoped to get it started later that month. And, you know, it's transitioned from boundary calls to everything, it seems like.
1: Yeah, what's a home run to uh, did the ball hit the batter? Did he actually follow it off into the catcher's mitt? Mm-hmm. Or did he pass the catcher? Just all kinds of...
2: Did he run, to, did he make it to first safely or not? You know, Is to... the ball in the back of the mitt? You before? know, I, oh, I, I, I hate that wording. It could be in the back of the mitt and the first baseman could forget to close the glove and it could just drop out. And well, that's going, on the first baseman. Then, going if off you forget the glove, if you're club, going off of that logic, well, that's it an hit, out. hit the yeah. back of the mitt. Yeah, but it then dropped out of the glove. Well, that's like an he out. Didn't that, catch that, it. That, he's yeah. safe
1: then. I mean, that's it, an error. Uh, yeah. la Gary Sheffield I, I, I against the Tigers, 2006, yeah. uh, final game of the series with the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Sheffield dropped two in that game. Mm. I think the biggest Showing thing, he yeah. really was an outfielder, not a first baseman. <laughs> <laughs> I think a the great biggest, outfielder yeah. and a great player, oh, by yeah, the way. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think the biggest thing
0: with the replay that kind of came about uh, that I enjoy, now I'm not saying I enjoy the entire replay system because, A, it still takes too long, but um, fan, fan interference. I think uh, fan interference is... Uh, I'm not discrediting it because we are fans and we've seen it before. But reaching over or something like that, I think that does have L- to
2: play. Let, let me ask, what
1: playoff game was it? Was that against the Cubs where the guy reached yep.
2: over? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And that everybody knew starter. his name for a while. Yeah, he, he, uh, he, he was had, ran he out had of to Chicago. To hiding. Yeah, he, he was had run out hiding. of Chicago. He's
2: actually, you know, the funny part is after the the Cubs won the World Series, mm-hmm. they invited him back to Wrigley, and they had mm-hmm. been trying to get him back for a while, and he. I, I'm trying to remember if he even went back for this no. because he was still so fearful of Cub fans Curse. because of what what happened. Yeah. And but no, going back real quick to fan interference. When that ball is going over the fence and it's cleared that line mm-hmm. that, you know, player, fans. Sure. Do you have an issue with okay, players reaching into the stands to make a catch, a fan, you know, grabbing that ball? Because for some reason, I see players. When that happens, they look like you know. They look at the fan like, "What the hell were you doing?" Well, yeah. the minute that ball crosses that plane, I think
0: it depends on if you have if you're if you're home or away, and I think that's the biggest yep. thing because. You no, know, I'm just if, saying
2: as a fan. If you if you're in that position, if you, as a player or a fan, if, if you're you know if you're in that position, you know whether player or fan, you know that once the ball crosses this plane. I have a right to that ball. To the ball, sure. So from a fan's perspective, should it... Also, I don't want the ball to come screaming down on top yeah. of my forehead, so but I'm going to put my sh- hands up. Should it matter if a fan reaches... I mean, does a player really have a gripe if ah. a fan reaches when that ball's already crossed that if, plane if, and it affects if, the player from catching the, it? I don't
1: think the player has a gripe. No, And, and like Corey said, if, uh, if the uh, home team mm-hmm. hit that ball... Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and catch the ball because I don't want I don't don't want 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 that out right.
0: (laughs) You've seen amazing plays like Jeter diving into the stands and and making that out. Brandon Inge used to do it uh, did it a couple of times and uh, And, there's a safety issue there too. But there's also it's competitive. It's early on the season and yeah, if it's a playoff game, I'm not as a fan. I know personally. I'm not going to touch that ball if it's the opposing team hitting that foul ball. I'm I'm backing up like this. I'm I'm keeping my arms out. But generally, out of the way. I think if if I'm it's backing
1: up. Period. Yeah. Just because right. I want I want to see baseball played. Yeah. It's not about mm-hmm. me getting a ball. And in fact, all these guys. I, we were in. Uh, this must have been in Anaheim. We mm-hmm. were in the second row of the upper deck, mm-hmm. maybe equal e- even with first base, mm-hmm. and because uh, it wasn't hard to get a ticket out there, and. Um, there was a ball hit into maybe the first row, eight or nine seats over just mm-hmm. across the aisle.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: There were like five or six guys falling all over each other trying to get this ball. Oh, yeah. They it's... ended up hitting this little kid in the head yeah. knocking him down. See, I don't There was condom- an old that. man who was down on the ground. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, you, if it cost you $100 mm-hmm. in doctor bills, mm-hmm. just to yeah. go see a doctor, get an x-ray or whatever, yeah. You could buy five baseballs Balls. easily. You know, it doesn't matter that you caught a foul ball at the game. Yeah. It's the same ball at Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you mentioned Brandon Inge. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if he's one of my favorite Tigers, but I liked watching him play because that guy was an athlete. Hustle. Mm-hmm. Hustle. Yeah. yeah, an athlete. And he was quick on the on the corner. Yeah, good good ball player. Yeah. Um, Couldn't hit for crap, but... <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I swung at a ball last night off a guy it was a 3-1 pitch and mm-hmm. i was going to kill it i'd made up my mind before he threw it mm-hmm. i was going to swing this guy was throwing 35 miles an hour he was there was arc on the ball mm-hmm. i swung so hard i missed it by a mile <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a mental game too it is and it's it is. And when guys can throw 90 miles an hour plus mm-hmm. and throw a change up it's not easy. It isn't. You you, anyway.
2: you bless your arm every night before you go to bed. Anyway, we
1: were too. we were talking about replay. I'm not yeah. sure I like it. Yeah, but I really wish there'd been replay when Galaraga had his perfect God, game. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and it's funny because I'm pretty sure that replay was instituted right after I think that was Johan biggest... Santana. Yeah, pitched his no hitter. Mm-hmm. And of course, if instant replay existed then. Johan Santana would never have had a no-hitter because that was a fair ball. Um, And we got a comment, actually, from a fan. (gasps) Wow. Yes, our first comment uh, from James Graham. Oh, hi, James. And, uh... Jimmy Doom. Yep, he's giving you props, Corey, on your home or away comment.
0: Yes, yes. Some, we'll have to get Jim, Jimmy. Jimmy, we, we promise we will get you on the show. Jimmy Doom is an amazing actor. I hear you guys NBC talk Trek. about him oh, all the time. Oh, he's fantastic. And I was kind of dubious about him because you guys like him. Yeah, he's very knowledgeable about the game. He actually wrote a wonderful article uh, that I'll share to our Facebook Let's page. Let's get him on. So, yeah, I'd we'll love get to Jimmy have him Doom on. on. Here. Thanks, Jimmy.
1: Yeah, um, well, uh, any, but anybody that... that you know, thinks you know baseball. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he knows Anybody, that, anybody well. that thinks any of us know baseball. We're, yeah, just, it's we're a, just guys it's talking about thing, baseball. Yeah. the
0: oval thing, and then you kick it through the orange things, and then yeah, uh, a guy on the speaker says goal. Yes.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, like <laughs> 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 I'm trying to figure out what sports okay. are we combining right here? <laughs> Okay, Ethan wants right. us to
1: talk about the Tigers' performance. Okay.
2: And and I would like to point out that the Tigers right now in August are 5 and 13. That is a 3.84. That's an win improvement. Percentage. really over what they were. So, you know, if they can Heyo. keep it up for this month, they'll have a great winning percentage me, for the let month. Let me tell you why. Keep that winning percentage why they've, down. They've
1: gotten a little better.
2: Okay. They added a
1: pitcher. Yep. Who actually has helped them. Yeah, Edwin, he's on my list. Edwin Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who didn't have a great game last night in the first inning, but after that settled Picked down. Picked it up. Mhm. Uh, the previous two games, he pitched well. Mm-hmm. Uh, guy has still still has good stuff. He's got a three eighty six uh, three eighty six ERA. Mm-hmm. That's not terrible. It's nope. better than several of our pitchers, mm-hmm. including Boyd. Yep. Uh, and then we've got we've got Demerit, who's who's batting for us. Uh, these guys show some signs that they will be major leaguers. They're not major leaguers. No, at, not uh, right now. We got Definitely Castro not. and
2: Rogers. Yeah. all three
1: yeah. of those guys are gonna be big league players mm-hmm. but they're a couple years away can, can i you say can I'm, I'm
2: still it. skeptical on demerit
1: okay you can be skeptical sure yeah demerit has uh 65 at bats mm-hmm. but he struck out 24 times there's yeah. your problem yeah and last night several of these guys lugo mm-hmm. demerit uh, what's his name rogers they're swinging at balls that aren't Close to being strikes. You know,
2: and I and I do want to bring this up because I actually looked back when I saw we called him back up. Will Ronnie Rodriguez even make it to two hundred at bats this year? Who knows?
0: I don't know. He's he crushed one against Houston last well, night. Yeah. He's holy. Goodness. Somebody's trying to rub it in right now. Oh, yeah. Well, well no,
2: I honestly I said I, 78 I, wins by now. So, I stopped. I'm, I'm still gonna, counting. I, uh,
0: I'm still counting down yeah. when that's going to happen. I
2: honestly believed he was a lot closer to 200 at bats than where he was. Oh, sure. Um Well, so my wife is
1: counting the wins. They need I believe 7 more wins to avoid tying a record. But
0: if if, we if we if if we get those wins, we might not get first place
2: in
1: the draft.
0: Oh, we (laughs) we will.
2: You know, it's funny because they don't get seven more wins. Sucking right now.
1: They're gonna if they get six wins, I believe they'll have 119 losses. Okay. Um, so they get seven wins, they'll avoid it. If they get get five or less, they'll if they get five, they're gonna tie the Mets Mm -hmm. from 62 for 120 losses. Well,
2: they 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 got a good chance of getting those seven wins, but. In my opinion, they don't got a good chance of getting many wins for the rest of the month as they finish out the month playing Houston, h- playing th- Houston, Cleveland, and Minnesota. Their schedule is and crazy. And Minnesota. Minnesota. Their, their Minnesota schedule twice, actually. looks just absolutely
0: ridiculous. Like, I, I, uh, I wouldn't even want to pick up a bat yeah. if I was any of them. But uh, were those two—your you, two improvement guys that you had right there, Edwin Jackson well, I, and—, and I, I, Yeah,
1: I like Castro. Yeah, I, and Castro. Yeah, yeah, Castro's been doing really he well. Strikes, yeah. He strikes out too much. Mm-hmm. However— the guy usually uh, make when he makes contacts makes relevant contact. Mm-hmm. Well, and right now, Line drive type contact. Yeah, he runs well and he hit a couple home runs. Yeah. He hit four home runs. Right,
2: yeah. right now though he's the most versatile player on sure. the Tigers, offensively and defensively. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to have to go. You already said Edwin Jackson, and I agree with you on that. I think it was a big improvement to have to bring someone like that in as a veteran pitcher. But I'm actually impressed with Jake Rogers. I think we had a lot of skeptical, you know, thoughts about him offensively offensively and whatnot. I mean, he is batting a 151 uh, average right now. Uh, He's at 16 games so far with 53 at bats. I'm okay with how he's hitting the ball when he can. Home runs. I'm so wow. I didn't think he was going to be generating that much power this year. And he's calling the games really well. I think it's slowing down the pitchers that are getting really frantic, and he knows how to command that. And I only have seen that with James McCann and Alex Avila, which I mean, obviously were the only two that were the guy, last two.
1: But. This guy may be better mechanically getting the ball and getting it down to second mm-hmm. base than those two guys. Yeah. Yeah. And both those guys yeah. well, are well, good. And that, that,
2: yeah. that was the big thing about him was in the minors, if you were running on it, more than likely, you're mm-hmm. chalking down right now on your uh, box score. Okay, he just got, he's going to get thrown out. Yeah. Jake Rogers, is pro- they rated him as the best arm defensively as a catcher. He was the ben- best defensive catcher for the last few years in mm-hmm. the minors. Yeah.
1: But here's here's my And this is my issue with baseball in general right mm-hmm. now. There are way too many strikeouts. Way I, too many. Everybody's swinging for the home run. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he has struck out 23 times. Mm-hmm. And let's see, he's had uh, 62 plate appearances, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's 37% of the times he's yeah. walked up yeah. there, he has struck out. Mm-hmm. And if you strike out, you're not moving anybody along.
0: He's got a 625 ba- on-base percentage, though, so, uh, you know, it's kind of here or there. I mean, yeah. it's not an Alex Avila batting on-base percentage, but um, I-, I like how he commands it. I like he how a he commands
1: 625 it. 625
2: on-base? I can't uh, is that OPS or o- on-base yeah, or on-base plus slugging? OPS. Plus slugging. So, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah and uh, we got our special guest, Scott Green, on the phone oh. right now, so we're going to bring him on.
1: All right. Our our sponsor, not just yeah, our, our special guest. Too, yeah, our sponsor, too. Scott Green from PlayAtThePlate.org. Uh, getting ready to have a tournament in lovely Arlington, Texas.
3: How are you doing, Scott? Good, guys. Good. I'm actually... Uh sitting at the beach right now <laughs> it's oh. Beach in my hometown of hampton bays and you probably hear the waves rolling in as i speak
1: well that's uh that's that's nice uh you <laughs> so you're you're off of new york so uh is that where jaws happened or yeah um that?
3: actually i think it's happening right now i see something <laughs> going on in the water <laughs> <laughs> um no i mean Jaws. Was fictitiously on a place called Amity Island, which I think was more in the uh, uh, Cape Cod area. Yeah. But uh, it sure did scare the hell out of a lot of people back here when it came out. That's all I can tell you. Mm-hmm.
1: Every time, you know, my son is is really into uh, nature stuff, fish, and especially herps. Uh, you know, reptiles and frogs, uh, turtles, stuff like that. It, it's great interest to him. So we watch a lot of these nature shows, and uh, every time they have sharks on, I just think, I'll stay in the pool, thank you. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going out in the ocean.
3: But, uh, we're, we're, we're very blessed out here. It's very, very rare that we get a shark sighting, and uh, I will tell you, this is actually my first day at the beach this year with all the traveling I've done. We had both the grandchildren here today, and uh, I see my daughter is in the water with one of them. And uh, it's just absolutely beautiful. It's the reason I live out here. Is that so, King Otis uh, that's in the water? Who's in the, wa- a, the, the background noise ain't killing you.
1: No. Who, who's <laughs> in the water with your daughter? Is that King Otis?
3: Uh, no, King Otis just went home. Uh, the Emperor Admiral was in the water. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, King Otis was uh, here earlier today, and uh, my son was, uh, was a caddy at Shinnecock, and he got an invitation to play some hoity-toity place somewhere up now, so they left early. But... Uh, the emperor is in the water I put out an AP uh alert here so uh, it's actually their first it's his first time at the beach so uh at the ocean so it's a nice memorable day and that's cool um Hampton Bays is very famous for uh probably the nicest stretch of beaches in the Hamptons in the sense that we never allowed waterfront building on our beaches that's good so our beaches are pretty much pristine and uh true to, you know form and uh, it's one of the reasons, I mean, the reason I live here. It's a great place to live, especially at this time of year. It's well, sounds... It's a glorious day, so... Sounds
1: uh, really nice. When that hurricane yeah. came through, did that affect you? Excuse me? When the hurricane came through that kind of devastated the New York area, um, did that affect it, you?
3: Certainly. The hurricanes that we get, you'll get a lot of big tidal surge, yes. I mean, it did affect us a couple of years ago when Sandy came through. Not as much as it did in the city, but... Uh, uh, we are just west of the Shinnecock Inlet, which was created by a hurricane. The famous No Name Surprise Hurricane of 1938 ripped right through the barrier beach that connected Hampton Bays to Southampton, and that breach was so large it created uh, the Shinnecock Inlet, which filtered into uh, Shinnecock uh, Bay. Well, so, so yeah, we we can we can get hit, and uh, certainly. But the good thing is we live in a resort where there's a lot of money involved out here and when things do happen to our natural resources the army Corps of engineers is usually here two days later replenishing the, the beach with sand and doing what it takes to make sure that this is not going to wash away on us yeah so, uh, well speaking, regard, speaking of surprises very Scott, fortunate
1: here's a surprise st louis has a half game lead over the cubs
3: um yeah they had actually they threw a combined one hitter last night against the uh brewers which was a feat a all in itself And uh, they play two more games against them. If they can take uh, one of the next two or maybe even sweep the Brewers, I think it would hurt them big time. Um, Still got a ways to go. Uh, I'm not... You know, the Cubs aren't exactly killing it, and neither are the Brewers, so why not the Cardinals? And they'd have to get hot at the right time. Someone's going to have to really step up and, and take them in the playoffs and put them on their back. I mean, Goldschmidt can do that, certainly. I don't think it'll be Matt Carpenter. He just... Just can't find a, his way to first base anymore. Um, yeah, at least it's, it's some excitement. We're not we're we're in there, and it's, it's better than not being in there, that's for sure. But I certainly don't list the Cardinals as a new elite team in the major leagues.
1: Well, you but you never know if you get in, you never know what could happen.
3: Hey, 2006. I don't have to remind you guys. <laughs> we, what, 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 no, oh. Did something happen in two thousand six? Oh, ow, ow. I, I yeah, re- show me yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was a surprise year for I mean We beat the Mets, which we weren't supposed to do, and actually, we beat the Phillies and the Mets, and then uh, and then the Tigers. I mean, we weren't supposed to win any of those games. The Cardinals are famous winning World Series when they're not supposed to and losing them when they're supposed to. Doesn't that so make it more knows, exciting though, Scott? nineteen is a, a cardinal year or some freaky cardinal. Yeah, mm-hmm. it happens. Yeah. Why not? I mean let's let's go. But we doesn't don't. that make that more exciting? Mm-hmm. when we all you love the when underdog? You well, yeah, the underdog. Sure it does. Yeah. I'd rather i rather root for an under I'd rather be the underdog in a in a playoff series. You've mm-hmm. got nothing to lose and you go out well, you probably play better. Yeah. I think that's what happened to him in two thousand four. When they were the favorite against the Red Sox, mm-hmm. when everything happened fast and boom, boom, boom. Thank you very much, and you're done, worn mm-hmm. out. I and, just watched uh, that movie last night. I think the same night. thing happened to him in 13. And uh, I'm uh, sorry, in uh, yeah, in 2013 when mm-hmm. they lost the Red Sox again. Yeah, so I watched the movie. Uh, I think it was from 2004. From the great thing about baseball is you get hot at the you know get hot at the right time. Oh yeah, and you can be a world champion. Do
1: you guys know the movie from 2004 with? Uh, um, oh shoot. Uh, the guy who's on The Tonight Show. What's his name?
2: Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Oh, and, for love, and, yeah. Uh, for the love of the game. And, no, no no, no, Drew,
3: no, no, Drew
1: Barrymore. Yeah, I know. Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch. Pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. the love uh,
3: of the game. Yeah, I got an interesting story on, about that, yeah. by the way. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> when I went to do the negotiations for Fenway Park, and I'm up there the first time after we went to Wrigley, they called me, oh, hey, we'd like to play at Fenway. You know, I'm salivating. I go up to Fenway Park. I told them what we could pay. Don't waste my time if it's going to be more. And I got up there. And of course, they wanted more. And they said, "Well, you know, we got uh, uh, Warner Brothers. They're here every day next month, and they're paying us two fifty a day, two hundred fifty thousand a day." And I just looked at the guy. and said, You know, I, I ain't uh, Paramount Pictures, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're playing the plate. So actually, I had to hear about that movie being filmed, which temporarily priced us out for two or three years until we all call back again three or four years later and finally got into Fenway. But yeah, I had to hear about that. Uh, On the front office at Fenway Park about that movie, which I never thought was very good either, by the way.
1: They had to reshoot the end of that movie because the Red Sox actually won the World Series that year.
3: Mm -hmm. That's right, yep. (laughs) Hey, uh,
1: speaking of Central Division races, I don't know if you followed the American League, but uh, the Twinkies are actually still in first place. They a went bike. back and forth, though.
3: Yeah, or, or, yeah.
1: right now.
0: I didn't they... know there
3: was another league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this Ameri- is called Ameri- no? American League. I will uh, have to check that out. Well, something uh, about a DH or
0: something. Yeah. Well. Yeah.
3: By the way, it, it, and, and first of all, I'd love to see either team. The Twins are. I have great friends in Cleveland mm-hmm. and great friends in the Minneapolis area. So in, in either one of those teams, I hope they both get in, either by wild card or whatever. But I'm gonna. Just change topic. Just meant someone said DH. I was a staunch, staunch anti-DH guy. And my stance on that has softened quite a bit just because Mm -hmm. baseball the way it is. There's no more pitching changes in in the National League in late innings that affect a lineup. Very few pitchers ever bat after the fifth inning Mm -hmm. uh, in a National League game. So you know what? let's just get the dh and get it over with. Yeah. There you go. I, I don't think it I don't think it disrupts the strategy anymore. No. You're not keeping a pitcher in the game longer cuz he's going to hit in the 7th inning. They'll make it to the 7th inning. Yeah. So it's it, um for the dh now.
1: Yeah, Scott, we just read a story from uh, 1974 when Nolan Ryan pitched uh, first threw a ball over 100 miles an hour. It was a a big deal at the time and it was in a game against our Tigers here. That ended up one nothing at the end of eleven, with the Tigers winning and Lolich pitching a full, a complete game. They, like you said, that's not going to yeah. happen Those anymore. Those days
3: are over. Yeah. Bob yeah. Gibson had twenty-eight complete games in nineteen sixty-eight, Yeah. and he was never ever taken off the mound during a game for a pitching change. Mm-hmm. And was only changed, uh, I think, three, three or four times, but always. When he came in after an inning, he was, was never Shandy's never came and got yeah, him once insane. the entire season. Yeah, it's fine. just baseball's a different game. It's all specialized now. It's you know it was special back then. You had a lefty and a righty, but now you got two or three of each, and you got a guy who can just get one guy out. You got a guy who can throw a ground ball double play, and you got a guy who's a lefty specialist. It's you know that's why when you go to a baseball game and you sit there for the first five innings, boy, this game is freezing. It's only an hour and fifteen minutes. Just wait. Right. it's the next four innings that take the two and a half hours that's right so mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it's become a special specialized game but it is what it is well
1: you yeah. know uh, if i were red shane i wouldn't have taken gibson out either i was i'd be afraid he'd hurt me
3: <laughs> yeah actually uh probably would have i hope he's doing well he's ill unfortunately right uh-huh. now gibson and i hope he's uh uh, you've got pancreatic cancer, sadly, and that's not a good cancer hey, to have. Hey and, Scott, uh, tell us tell us a little that about Bob is doing all right.
1: Tell us a little bit about your uh, your, your event that's going to take place in Texas and where you stand. If there's any room for anybody uh, yeah, else? Yeah. Well, the to Texas
3: join. thing is, uh, we're four weeks away. We're three weeks away from Cooperstown, and then a trip down to Dallas. Uh, we've got about ten or twelve spots left for Dallas. I'm very happy with everything. We got a month to go, so I'm sure they're going to sell as always late be nice father, son, uh, people who joined us in uh, Iowa this week, just signed up today, and I got a group from Toronto coming in and a bunch of other guys, so it's very exciting. You get a chance to play at a Major League Park. It's something that's a real privilege. The Rangers open their uh, uh, minds to this quickly, and uh, we're playing one of the last games ever, baseball, at the ballpark in Arlington. You'll be there for two days. You'll have your name on a locker in the visitor's clubhouse, the batting tunnels, and you'll be on the field over the course of the two days for close to 10 hours. So uh, it's in a great part of town. And it's a Friday-Saturday gig, and then Sunday for the football fans, uh, the Dallas Cowboys are home right across the street. So it's going to be, be cool a great weekend. See. And actually Guitar Fest with Eric Clapton is going on that week. So mm-hmm. lots of great things to come down to, to Dallas, Texas for in addition to playing ball with us. Oh. But, wow, that uh, sounds great. If anybody out there is listening wants to have a great experience at a major league park, uh, go to the website, playattheplate.org. Playattheplate.org.
1: We're going to run your uh, your spot right now. And thanks for joining us, Scott. Appreciate it.
3: i got to get back in the water. My feet are getting sunburned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go for it. See, See you, Thanks for having me. I'll speak to you next week. Sounds All right, good. Sounds
1: good. Would you like to play some baseball? Do you still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. That's playattheplate.org. dot You know, if you are interested in playing baseball at mm-hmm. all, you don't have to be a great player. The experience is worth it. If yeah. you've ever played baseball ever in your life, if you're a softball player and you'd like to get out on the diamond, you're not going to see some guy throwing eighty at you. These guys are probably going to throw, like I see in my older league, anywhere from forty five to sixty. I'm you can fi- hit it. I just and turned thirty three.
0: Can I join your older league?
1: No, <laughs> dang, no. Uh, and uh, wait, would, I think would we be in the same league? How old are you? There's an eighteen 20, 20, and over 20, 20, league. We can all be. Yeah. Okay, MSBL has an eighteen and over league. My mm-hmm. son played in mm-hmm. this year. He ended up batting four hundred. Had a great on base. He caught and played center field and pitched a couple games, and he mm-hmm. had a riot. He well, just had a, a great time. Nice. And I'd, I'd recommend uh, local people here in Detroit or wherever you live, sure. mm-hmm. you might have an MSB of uh, an MSBL, mm-hmm. Men's Senior Baseball mm-hmm. League, it's called, might have an affiliate in your area. So you can check that out too. Yes. That's a freebie for Mike Giuliano. <laughs> hey, uh, there's there's a there's an event going on called yeah. the Little League World Series.
0: It's the, yes. best, it's the best time of the
1: year. Ethan pointed this out to me because I hadn't noticed. Uh, you know, when I go home, we have things recorded, and it's usually something on Discovery mm-hmm. or National Geographic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm kind of old, and I enjoy watching this stuff. That's and great. And my son is really into it, but. Ethan tells me Low League World Series is going on, and mm-hmm. there is a young lady,
3: mm-hmm. which reminds
1: me of this young lady yeah. we had in the studio That's a few right, weeks yeah. ago that was with MLB. Mm-hmm. To you know, having having she's a pitcher too, right? Oh, uh, yeah,
2: second second base in pitching. She has throwing heat. Uh, her nickname, or I guess the nickname that I don't know if it was her teammates or you know the the announcers gave her was the Vacuum, because yep. anything hit in her direction. She was going to catch her field, and mm-hmm. if you're a base runner, you're dead in the water. And she becomes only the 19th female to play at the Little League World Series and pitching, uh, I believe, on set- uh, Saturday. No, it w- Friday or Saturday? It had to be Friday. Friday, yeah. yeah Friday. Um, she became only the sixth pitcher to pitch in a Little League World Series game as a female, and only the second U.S. player to wow. be a female and pitch. And it was interesting enough because, of course, that's the same day that Clint Hurdle and the Pirates are in the crowd, yep. and they were interviewing Clint Hurdle as she was pitching, and he's like, "The last time I've seen someone with that much blonde hair and throwing that hard, Noah <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, if you're being compared oh, to Cyndegard, as you know, she looked great. Heater, I mean, yeah. she looked great, and she was what's making, she
1: throwing in that picture? Uh,
2: is that Curved. you know she did have a good breaking ball so yeah. it wouldn't be surprising if that was yeah it's not a four ball. seam for sure no, no. but she looked crazy she
0: was making these guys, these boys look silly up at the plate yeah. I mean just moving the great ball movement mm-hmm. she had great command it was just really nice to yeah. see that
1: look that's the thing about baseball mm-hmm. it isn't how tall you are Mm-mm. or how short nope or how thin or mm-hmm. heavy if you can do it. Mm-hmm. And, and you love the it. game. And, yeah. and it, male or female, I think it's, we're going to get to a point where that doesn't matter as no, much. No, I hope it
2: happens sooner than later. I mm-hmm. want to see some females playing in Major League Baseball. When, when, you know the one thing that i got to bring yeah. up that I was kind of disappointed when I heard, but at the same time, you know, great for this person, Monet Davis, who was in the Little mm-hmm. League World Series five years ago, mm-hmm. um, she is going to be playing softball at Hampton University nice. uh, starting this year. I was really hoping that when she was going off to college she would continue playing baseball. Yeah. I truly believe that would have been a great door the opening politics for a lot the, of a yeah. lot of
1: Is that a Title Nine issue? Do you know yeah.
2: is it? It is, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. If the school offers softball, then you have to play softball. Yeah, that's Oof. i, I think changes that's, up her mechanics. Yeah.
1: I think that's what um this young lady I've mentioned before, Becca mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. told in high school that she couldn't play baseball. Yeah. She had to play softball, so she ended up not playing. They yeah. didn't change
2: that. Didn't I think she may that. have played on th- a th- travel team. I truly believe they need to sit down and re-look over Title Nine because Title Nine was instituted a while yeah. ago now. There are things that, yes, there are females that want to play football. There are females that want to play baseball. Give them the opportunity. Sure. If they can play with the boys. Yep. Let them play Do with it. the boys, mm-hmm. and, and, and need I think to, baseball need to is, realize is, that.
1: A, is different from football for sure. It is, oh, yeah. well,
0: right? for, for Cause, everybody. Because men in
1: general, and especially in football, I wouldn't want to get out there with those guys. No, they, I mean I talked with Luther Ellis. Uh, this was some years ago, mm-hmm. and we were having lunch at Fuddruckers. Ruckers wow. and It's <laughs> uh, my favorite and restaurant. I, I, <laughs> and I asked him. I said, "How how fast did you Did you run?" there's a guy that was close to 300 pounds he was a lineman a defensive lineman i think he told me four six forty mm. now that's not super fast for a db yeah but that's that's fast sure and can you can imagine somebody that big and that and 300 pounds isn't fat this mm-hmm. guy was muscle I mean, right I, yeah hitting you as a quarterback hitting you as a as, as a running back as hitting, a running back just oh my goodness, plow through. So that that, that I think that makes I, a difference. I think, I'd rather, huge I think difference. I'd rather just
2: give them the ball than get hit. Well,
1: you got to think about
0: it. Baseball is <laughs> not really a contact sport, and it's You're especially uh, it's, not anymore. No, and it's a, well. it's a it's a chess game, and I think both genders can play. Ooh, we didn't silence our phone. Uh, do, and, we a, do we have a call in to the show? Oh no, I hope not. Um, and it should be looked at that. If you have the talent and you have the passion to play this game, mm-hmm. whether it be in you know, little league, to you know, high school to yep. college, it should be looked at for especially for baseball. Yeah,
2: everybody else. Well, okay. and the the interesting part, and what I kind of wonder if it ever will happen, when it comes to the collegiate level, there are a lot of colleges in the Big Twelve, for example, that have baseball, mm-hmm. but do not have softball. Right now, under Title Nine. A female could try out mm-hmm. for a baseball program mm-hmm. because the school does not offer softball. Right. I am hoping one day that one of those schools will take a chance and let and will let a female play baseball. Yeah,
1: maybe it's this young lady we had in the studio. Maybe I hope so too. Hey, uh, Mr. Sale,
2: Chris Sale, <laughs> Corey. Corey's got a big hot, oh, take, on a hot take on this. The,
1: one. Go uh, on. The uh, uh, Uniform Destroyer Chris Sale. Yes.
2: Oh, I forgot about I, the scissors. <laughs> Elbow inflammation. He is I, I, done I, I, for the regular season. I think yep. he outgrew the scissors, though.
1: Well, hey. here, here, here's. Well, is your take that uh, he was pitching so poorly that they were okay to shut him down? No, no. it's
0: not so much on. The, it's not not so much on Chris Sale. Uh, I think the fact that I'm. It's weird to see him in a in a. Bad season because he is a dominant pitcher, um, especially in the American League. My hot take is it's the Dombrowski effect all over again because I got numbers. He has a five-year contract after this year from 2020 to oh, yeah, 2024. We, we got the money, by yeah. the way, on this. Five years, $145 million guaranteed. You're looking, I'm looking at everybody else that's on that. Red Sox roster. The highest paid player right now is David Price, seven years, two hundred and seventeen million from sixteen to twenty-two, which means that it's a little bit
2: better on that one. Where where is JD on this? JD
0: is right now sitting on a five year, one hundred and nine point nine five million from eighteen to twenty-two. So he's got a little bit more time. He's a little bit more on the healthier side because he's not so much of a pitcher. He can kind of has a little bit more longevity. Xander Bogarts is on. A one year is finishing up his one year right now and has a six year contract uh, starting in uh, 2020. Next Which year, makes sense. 120 million with a 26 vesting option. Uh, it's the Tigers all over again, it's a okay. Dombrowski effect. <laughs> they are not going to be able to pay these players, and you're seeing the woes and the breakdowns of but. these players. And
2: all of a sudden, they're going to be in the same boat we are. I can I can agree with you and disagree with you on part of this, but also just so we are all aware. Mm-hmm. Technically, Chris Sale has six years left. After yep. this year, he had one year left on his current deal before mm-hmm. the five-year extension. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does have a player option in 2023. The 2023. Most, the most he'll be making because they front-loaded the contract for the next— Three years after this year, he'll be making $30 million a year. Mm-hmm.
1: How's he going to get by on that?
2: Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. But w- when, it, when it comes so to what? comparing the the Dem- Dombrowski effect of the Tigers to the Red Sox, Bogarts is still a young enough guy that even with the massive amount of money he's going to be making on this contract after this year, mm-hmm. you can trade him. You can. Sure. Um, the The one player who I truly believe probably will be kept within the system for a good portion, if they do end up going into a rebuild, will be Mookie Betts. Sure, and he'll get money kind of like what Mike Trout just got because, defensively, offensively, outfielding, position wise, he's probably in you know between. But he's him, in a, he's in a contract yelling, here right now. This is he's he's, Mookie Betts has got one more year. Yeah, one more year. Yeah, twenty million. I was gonna say yeah, he's not contract at the end of the year. Well, since
1: we're analyzing the Red Sox, they're sixteen games out. They're sixteen games behind the Yankees and six games out of a wild card spot. This is not. uh, They're they're not performing at the level a. that kind of payroll should they're, be. They're be having fun. they're
0: having World Series uh, uh,
2: woes, uh, hangovers. I truly believe though that they're going to make the wild card. You think so? I, I think I think, and it's because of who two, I'm looking. You got two wild card Who, spots, who I'm right? looking in front of them? Uh-huh. You got Oakland, who's a game out. Uh-huh. You got Tampa Bay, who's sitting in that second wild card spot, and you got the Cleveland Indians, who have a game and a half sure. over everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't see Cleveland making the wild card. You see, think, I, 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 I Do you think, think Cleveland's going to win I, the division? I think, no, I think they're going to slip up. There, There is something that I, Here's what I you're missing. can't stand with them. Here's what you're missing. They're, so They're so on and off right now. I think Oakland will make the wild card. Okay. Tampa Bay's been too inconsistent as of late. Yeah, and... Yeah. And I think that, you know, mentality chemistry-wise, mm-hmm. Boston has just enough to... Gooch into that second wild card spot. Possibly.
1: Tampa Bay has played 63 games at home, 63 games on the road. Where Mm -hmm. do they have a better record? On the road. On the road. I was listening to the uh, satellite uh, Mm -hmm. broadcast of the game from the Tampa Bay announcers. Mm -hmm. And they they were just beside themselves how Tampa Bay cannot hit the ball at home. I'm sorry, Tampa. They're no longer Tampa Bay. No, they are Tampa Bay. <laughs> they're, 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 longer the longer. they're the there devil There we right. go. Uh, I, I disagree with you. I think that Minnesota is going to run away with the Central because they get to play the Tigers more than the Indians.
2: I'm going to agree with you on I, that. I, I didn't say Minnesota wouldn't win the division. Well, yeah. I,
1: and I think Cleveland will hang in there because they get to play the Tigers too.
2: Who do you well, see? I don't we'll think, see that. finishing I think,
1: strong. Though. I think Oakland has a tougher division to play in. hugely. They yeah. they do. I think Boston has a tougher division to play in. Those are the four teams that are looking. That well, and Tampa yeah. Bay, tam- that are are in the wild card hunt. Mm-hmm. But you, Tampa, but, Tampa is as you say erratic. Oakland has a tougher way to go. Boston, I just don't think is going to they're not going to be any more consistent than they've been, though they may be better without Sale in the rotation. Right. Because he's got like a 440 ERA this year. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Anyway, we we need to move on and talk about... Adinso, Adinso Reyes.
2: Yes. Adinso uh, Reyes. This is our player
1: from the farm, the Tiger yeah, farm system, interna- which is starting to be ranked as a better well, farm
2: system. Yeah. Another Reyes. We, we do have Adinso. Well, we've got a Adinso, lot of Castros, a lot of Reyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he was an international signing that the Tigers did, ranked 23rd overall in our uh, farm system, according to MLB.com. Uh, this is his first year playing pro ball down at the Dominican Summer League, where he's batting three twenty five with an eight, with a .887 OPS, 19 doubles, a triple, seven home runs, 44 RBIs, three stolen bases, and he has a 49 to 14 strikeout to walk ratio. Hmm.
1: Okay. Well, that's a good start. We'll see. Yep. This is like our guy, uh, Mr. Green, that we. Uh, um,
2: Yes, and Riley Green's been doing pretty well. Yeah. He made two great defensive plays last night in center field. Is he um,
1: at is he still at uh West Michigan? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's
1: that's a big leap for his first yeah. year all the, all and, the way there.
2: Uh, and Cody Clemens just got called up to Erie. Cool. So Few of our first and second round picks from the last few years are consistently moving up so
0: are we seeing a little bit of hope at the end oh, of yeah. this tunnel
2: for sure well as long we as know- as long as cody clements can cut down on those strikeouts <laughs> i think yes <laughs> yeah. well, that's if he doesn't he'll be a 200 strikeout well, guy Well, like just said at the
0: beginning of the show though there's way too many strikeouts happening in the major league baseball that's, right but now that's
1: the that's the learning curve these guys have sure. to go through figuring out what a strike is in the major leagues i wouldn't be able to figure it out the nope. ball breaks so far yeah. that, i mean it's here and now it's over there right it, it, it's a it yeah. takes it will take a few years for them to get comfortable <laughs> you said in it's the a learning box. curve <laughs> yes no, no pun intended but i got it uh, sorry <laughs> and, and to have and you know when i see a fastball for the most part and it's relative to my age mm-hmm. there's not a lot of movement no nope. you watch somebody like scherzer throw His fastball moves four or five inches. Mm -hmm. Well,
2: and with these sabermetrics now, you look at how fastball grips are changing, you know, so that the player can kind of control. Hey, I want to, you know, jam the guy inside, but I can start my fastball on the inner third, and it could end up by his knee. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting to look at how these different grips and what these sabermetrics are able to help, you know, pitchers kind of tweak in their, you know, I can throw the fastball straight if I adjust my finger this way, or I could put some cut on it, or I could put some sink on it. Do you
0: think you could it's, hit a, uh,
2: uh, do you think you could hit Scherzer
0: playing a game of wiffle ball?
1: No. <laughs> I don't, I don't um, think, how hard I th- I is don't, he throwing the too
0: hard because there is, like, I don't some... think I
1: could hit Scherzer if he threw underhand.
0: <laughs> and does a bunt count as a hit? Does it count as a hit?
1: You know, I think I could hit a major league fastball one out of a thousand times because every time I'd close my eyes and swing hard.
0: <laughs> but it, it would be pure luck. A broken clock's you know right yeah, twice it, a day. What, so. what, what if
2: Big Sexy was thrown to you? How many times oh, you think you yeah. could hit the ball? Then you know what? That guy could still pitch.
1: Yeah. And we should have signed him. I'm, well, we got I'm
0: Edwin sorry.
2: Jackson. It's okay. Well, that, I think
1: that was a good signing. Yeah. it get him. You know, that kind of yeah. makes up for the two guys that uh, ended up on the DL. That uh, or the IL that uh, we yep. signed as free agents.
2: So be- before we get to our food, we have to go back real quick because MLB announced a few weeks ago the Field of Dreams game in 2020 uh, taking place, you know, just behind the Field of Dreams set. And it will be between the New York Yankees and the Chicago White Sox. Interesting. Um I'm actually not surprised by the teams they picked for this because well, it's you think whole game game for Yankees, Chicago, yeah. it, in Chicago, yeah. that's right there. But think yeah. about why the White Sox and that not just because of location. Sure. Oh yeah, Shoeless Joe. You have yeah. to, you have to bring the White Sox in for this inaugural one because of Shoeless yeah. Joe and the Yankees because even though we all may hate the Yankees, they uh, they're really the name brand team. What do you think Angel about this? Baseball what do you think about this overall? not I like just the it. Team. Do I you like
1: it? I know Scott doesn't like it because he's messing up his Field yeah. of Dreams camp well, next year. But they need one of those holograms on the field of Shoeless Joe walking <laughs> across <laughs> the
2: field. Wouldn't <laughs> that be great? But then, you, then you also do need uh, James Earl Jones' voiceover. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm just concerned yeah. about how they're going to jam-pack people in there. It's, it's only going
0: to be 8,000 seats. So still, it's 8,000 more people than that place has probably well, ever they're, seen.
2: They're building a new stadium. They're not playing yeah. on, the, on oh, the field. Okay. It's, and they're calling
1: it a temporary yeah. stadium, but I would imagine it will remain there.
2: Yeah. Let's hope if,
1: so.
0: If, and, and, if it is and, ex- and if it's a, if it's a That's success. That's sacred. That's holy ground right there, so I would hope that yeah.
2: they would well, try to keep it up. The funny know. thing is, if it's a success— I think what they're going to do is what they do at the Little League World Series. They're yeah. going to keep that stadium sure. up. You know, they'll play a game there every year. Sure. And if Major League Baseball is smart, you you rent that out. Yeah. You know, you let uh, colleges play there. You yeah. let independent ball play. Or just there. do it
0: every year for the field of dreams. Well, Major yeah. League Baseball. Well, you do uh, that every dream. year, but you could yeah. still
2: put an independent league team right there. Sure. Um, Who knows? Playattheplate.org. The Co- uh, oh, yeah. How, do you think Kevin Costner's going to throw out the first pitch? I, I really want it to be James Earl Jones. It, Kevin Costner you know is Kevin? with a, a show <laughs> called,
1: Mon, uh, is it called Montana?
2: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah.
1: No, anyway, he, yeah. It, he's got a Western that's on uh, one of the— Is it HBO? I think it's Hulu? Paramount Maybe not. Something, something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on
2: one of those streams. Who knows? We don't one. watch it.
0: Okay. And we're not so, promoting it here on Baseball Man. Yeah. We, so let's <laughs>
2: jump to our food segment. Okay. Which uh, this time we're going out to Coors Field. and the air is thick. The air is thin. And I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the two items we're going to talk about. One is more of a stand again, and that is the Helton Burger Shack, obviously named after the Rockies' first baseman Todd Helton, which features the Helton Burger. Helton Fries, Helton Onion Rings, and Helton Shakes. I
1: gotta tell you, those onion rings they look, look good. spectacular. They look
2: like donuts.
0: Now I, I
1: have a question about uh, onion rings. Huh? Ketchup? Onion rings, ketchup? No?
0: I,
2: I can do ketchup, ketchup. a little uh-huh. bit with
0: onion rings, but it gets a little bit too vinegary, so I actually go with Dijon mustard.
2: Oh, that's probably okay. You, yeah. know, you know, the one thing that, but you probably have to go somewhere specific to always get this. I always use a Thousand Island dressing.
1: Oh, that sounds good too. Yeah, sure.
2: But I don't know that they'd have that at the ballpark. That's that's your
1: heritage. You call it Russian dressing, but it's thought. See, I
2: I never (laughs) called it Russian dressing, which is the funny thing. My dad called it that. My grandfather called it that. I never called it that. At the
1: Bread Basket Deli, they used to have a sandwich called the Bennett's Delight. It was an onion roll about, I don't know, maybe 10-inch round. Corned beef, pastrami, coleslaw. Swiss cheese and Russian dressing. Oh, let's go. I worked with these guys. They were in a collection department at a mortgage company. Mm-hmm. They're all huge guys 6'3, six, 6'5. Six, They'd eat two of those things at lunch. Two? Yeah. <laughs> We'd go there on Fridays and uh-huh. have, have a Bennett's Delight, it was called back then.
2: Oh, Sound, that sounds, sounds, good. sounds good. Let's, but, go, let's you know, go. On the
1: onion rings, real quick, I don't like them greasy
0: no 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 yeah. and you okay. have to do them the right way because you know i hate the ones where you bite into it and then the whole onion comes out and yep. then you're yep. just left with a, a shell
2: it's it's an art making an onion. it is Those it look really look pretty is good. what else we got uh, we got apple pie nachos <laughs> now, so, uh, without seeing it that sounds delicious yeah. without seeing it well until you read kind of a little bit further in because i'm not a fan of having cheddar cheese on these but these are cinnamon sugar chips topped with apple pie filling, cheddar cheese, whipped cream. But that's and the Amer- that's the American way. You know, Is you put a slice of cheddar cheese on an yeah. apple pie. I never got into your microwave. You put it. you put a nice scoop of vanilla ice cream. you well, with, with I'm the vanilla feel. cream too. Yeah, but that's no, the American way. No, but do not put cheddar cheese. I'm a I love cheese. You know, I think cheese makes a lot of things better. mm mm-hmm. Mhm do not put it on apple pie though <laughs> now this is almost
1: no. almost looks like what mexican restaurants around here call a sopapilla sopapilla uh, but this is not a sopapilla if you oh. ever go to if you ever go to new mexico you'll get sopapillas with your meal okay and you got to put honey on them they're incredible m mm.
0: incredible well now i'm hungry again uh, this is why i don't like ending the show on tuesdays is because i always get starving well, I think we should go get one show. of
2: those sandwiches that Jess was just talking I'm about. I'm good with that. What kind of sandwich? Talk about the sopapia? No, no, the
3: the,
1: the, uh, the deli. <laughs> oh, I'm not going. I couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> those days are over uh. for me. You know, now it's a salad, maybe with a little fish on it or sure. chicken, and uh-huh. that's. Uh, and I, and when we were on vacation, I did. I was bad. Oh. I was really bad. Yeah. Well, um, you know, we're going to have to wrap this thing up. Uh, I really enjoyed talking with you guys today. Yeah, i missed you. I you are
0: back. God, it felt dead in here last week.
1: I know. I know they weren't even I mean. rolling
0: the cameras. I was doing an episode. They weren't even rolling the cameras. Yeah,
1: well, you're, you're always welcome to do it on your
0: own. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody I, wants I, to hear just for you talking for yeah, an hour. We're,
1: we're going to get— uh, uh, Umpiring last night was a guy named Scott Mizaracqua, mm-hmm. who's, who's a really good umpire. And I'm going to invite him on the show here in the next Sounds couple of weeks. Sounds good. Jimmy Dune, we Altair. got you, too. We're going to bring you oh, on, Oh, we got too. to get Jimmy on. Yep. All right. For Ethan, Corey, Jess, and all the folks here at NRMStreamcast.com, this is Baseball Main Link saying, let's play two.